And welcome to our show, Geeks Wired Podcast, where we talk about video games, movies, TV, comic books, technology, and TLDR, the Internet of Things. I'm your host, Bill, and the other host is Anthony. Hi, Bill. Hi. And you can contact us by emailing us at geeksawired at gmail.com or send us a voicemail or a text message at 801-896-4335. That's also 801-896-GEEK. You also can help support us by going to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash geeksawired, where you also would not only help us, but you also get access to the podcast early, depending on the tier you you help us with. And we're going to start off this week with MacBooks running parallel. I mean, you got the words, but not necessarily in the right order. Parallel on MacBook? No, I mean... <laughs> All right, you explain. So parallel, Parallels is a, it's a virtual machine software for um, Macs and... It it just lets you run Windows applications like using actual Windows instead of using something like Crossover, which uses Wine underneath. Uh, so yeah, uh, now they will like you can easily run Windows ten Windows ten for ARM on a Mac using Parallels. You could kind of do it before, but it was kind of like finicky, and I don't think you could use Parallel Parallels. It was like a an open source VM style and it ran like fast, but wasn't like, I don't think the sound worked very well or, or if it did, like there were no drivers really for it that worked well. So, but they uh, released it now, I guess. And apparently it's up to 30% faster than windows 10 VM running on an Intel based MacBook, but with an i nine processor, but the caveat I'll say with that is it's not necessarily an apples to apples comparison because the uh, Intel one was. Heh. You said apples to apples <laughs> on an apple. <laughs> I mean, it applies because it, it literally is apples to apples. Actually, but, I thought it was apples to windows. No, no, oh. because you're comparing the Intel MacBook with the M1 MacBook. So oh. it's literally apples to apples. Okay. <laughs> but the Intel one was probably running and I'm 100 pretty sure that it was running the Intel version of Windows 10, whereas the M1 is running the Windows, the ARM version of Windows 10. Which I have lots and lots and lots of issues with. Personal, I, I don't. Yeah, but I don't, like that Windows RT thing that you had. And, I, well, no, but this is not RT. It's like one of a dozen. Oh, I know that. I know. But that one was, I wouldn't really classify that as like Windows because... I don't know that it was based off Windows. It, like, it could run Windows software, but only software that was built for that. Well, there's even, like, Windows R, or... I don't know, there, they came out so many, like, they kept throwing Yeah, there's a Windows on. R, and I think Windows... This one is, like... The one for ARM is, like, Windows X. Sure. Which, I mean, is Windows 10. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or is it Windows 10 X? I can Why look not? it up real quick. Yeah, but they... It's a... What makes Windows good what is the power hogness that it is and it grabs your apps and it makes them it holds on to them and it requires lots and lots of power so which means when they ended up like stripping away all this like x overhead resourceness 
to make a smaller, more refined version of Windows, which is RT, R, X, mm-hmm. everything. I would argue this one too, but I'll admit I haven't played with this one, but I am, I just am disappointed with the stripped down Windows. They don't, they need to start all over so instead of stripping it back. This this one, the this version of ARM isn't stripped down. Okay. It's like you can run, heck, you can even run x86 apps okay. on it. Install an exe on it. Also. Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, you've been able to install an EXE on it. Like it's not locked down like the old Windows ARM computers were. All right. And so, but I don't like I said I don't think it's an apples to apples comparison when they said it runs thirty percent faster just because they're it, while is, while I said it's not a stripped down version of Windows, I don't know that it's the same. Like I don't know how much of it's the same. I don't know if it's using like an emulator of sort. Well, it's obviously emulating it, but like for the x86 stuff, I don't know if it's like emulating that to work correctly, like using x86 like uh, DLLs and stuff to use it and like translating that on the fly or like, I don't know how much they've rewritten for it to work on ARM. Well, currently Windows 10 on ARM, I say, I mean, literally currently it is only x86 apps it will not run 64 correct it, they're working on that yeah they're working on it and which is something apple has a one up on because i mean when, when the mac only runs 64 bit like they i think last the last version even like the last version of mac os 10 only like it only let you run 64 bit apps which was frustrating at first but I mean, nearly almost every app was 64-bit anyways, so only a handful of my... By a handful, I mean like two or three of my apps didn't end up working, and most of them got updated, so... But... And the only way to get your hands on a Windows 10 ARM is do the preview build from the Windows Insider website. Yeah, which is actually way easier than I thought it would be. Like, you can actually just go on there and download it without an account or anything. Like, nice. you don't need to be in the Insider program to get it. Because I actually have it running. I'm pretty sure I could open it up right hey. now. <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe I deleted it. Yeah, it's possible. It, it's all right. But they... I, I really hope that they build this well. So it's not this, you know, smaller, light, more lightweight pie version that has no abilities it's not it has all that stuff like it's a fully featured os and you have to sign in which is funny the fact that you said you didn't sign in and i'm usually always signed in and it's yelling at me let me click on that for listeners it's part of the Verge page that'll be in the show notes. Mine's not wanting to load. Aww. Why? All the ads. My fast internet. You know, those are wonderful things. Yes, your fast internet. Yes. There we go. I logged in. As soon as I logged in. Oh, you can get it. You can get it. Okay. So maybe I was logged in and I just didn't realize it. But 
I hope they do well this time. I I mean, it like I said, it's a fully featured OS, and the only thing holding them back is just that there's like no Windows, like there's no programs. Like I say, no, but there's not a lot of programs that are written for both ARM and x86, mm-hmm. which is Intel slash AMD, and that's the big holding point for it and apple was the same way but they have a nice translation layer that is uh-huh. seem like rosetta 2 yeah you know you've heard of that right bill no what is it you haven't we said rosetta i was thinking of the language oh one so rosetta oh finally loaded oh anyways did you have to log in <laughs> yeah um so rosetta back when they switched from PowerPC to Intel. Rosetta One was just something that let you run PowerPC apps on Intel, and it also did a pretty good okay, like a pretty good job. But I think that was mostly down to Windows, like uh, PowerPC, like Intel having just more processing power versus, uh, versus PowerPC, at least for the power mm-hmm. input. And with this time, Rosetta Two, it translates. Um, x86 slash 64 basically it translate intel intel code over to the arm code and it does it like i think in the rosetta one it just did it on the fly but i think on this one it actually like because when you first open the app for the first time and it's a it's a an intel one it'll do a the bouncy animation that mac does whenever you open a program Mm -hmm. and it does it for quite a while like five to ten seconds sometimes up to 20 and what it's doing there is it's translating stuff, like pre-translating stuff, so it'll run faster. Oh, nice. And so they have a really nice... Basically, they have a really nice emulation layer. And if like if I, if I open up my activity monitor, they have a thing that actually tells you what kind of architecture it is. I have a lot of stuff on here that's still Intel. Like Signal, Spotify, my RDP stuff. No, my RDP... Um, WebStorm, which is a ID, like a coding IDE, mm, nice. Discord, like they're all running on that, and that's like going back to Windows. That's the biggest thing holding them back is they can't seem to get like a good translation layer for it. Mm-hmm. And they have one for x86, but not for 64-bit stuff. So x86 is 32-bit, and I keep saying x86, so yeah. I put that in there. Um, and they're working on 64 bit for it, but it's still not there. And I think I've heard that the 32 bit version, like of it, isn't super great yet either. Like it works sort of, but not great. Like it's not polished enough to where they're happy with it. I think basically. Yeah. Well, it is still preview build, so. Well, and I guess yeah, with the apples, they're they're doing their stuff. Windows is still preview build. It'll get there with luck. It'll be better, right? I mean, that Windows has to put like all like their eggs in one basket for this. Not all, not their eggs. They have to just put more investment into it. Like actually go all in. They can't do what they did with the Connect on the Xbox, for example. Oh, they, they went, went all in with that. They, they just went decided. all no. They went all in, and then they pulled back at, like, two-thirds of the way through. And then they decided to throw that technology into conference rooms. 
No, and then they decided to try to push it on on everybody on the Xbox One, and then got a lot of flack for it, and so they pulled that back, and then they just discontinued it. So well, it's not in the gaming market anymore. Like I said, it's in the yeah, corporate market now. But or the technology is. It's just something that Windows and their phone phones the same way. They were late to that. They were. Honestly, it's not just that they were late though. Like they had a good user interface. Like out of all the user interfaces I've used, that's actually the one I think I enjoyed the most for a phone. Hmm. Because they had the tile-based system, yeah. and it actually worked pretty well. In fact, when I had my iPhone gel broken, my iPhone four, I had a home screen replacement that made it into a Windows Ten UI or a Windows Mobile UI, which was fun. I liked it. Maybe I'll have to download that and play with it again. But you know, uh, me being Android and can do that. Mm. And they I, they, not, they have a they, they have a setup on it. Microsoft does. You just like flip it around. Oh, like they have something that you can yeah. install. Oh, that's cool. But uh, Windows just has to like go all like not go all in, but actually like invest a good amount of money and a good amount of like marketing into this, like Apple did for theirs. Mm-hmm. Or they could even like try to go all in. I don't think they'll be able to because of what Windows is, but it's possible. Yeah. Well, they could do what uh, Apple's done and what they tried to do with the Connect when they're like, "Y'all get it," because that was the things like who all and before it was like who all had a Connect. Why are people you know should we make a game for it? Well, who all has it? We don't know. We can like kind of look at the numbers of who bought Connects separately with the Xbox One. It's like who all has a Connect. Everybody is it hooked up? That's a different question. But everybody has a connect, so make games for it, make software for it, and but Apple can you know where they just release like we are getting rid of the fingerprint and you're just going to use your face. Deal with it. That's what Apple. That's what Microsoft could do. Just oh, you're going to give us Slack? Yeah, we're still number one. What are you going to do? You're going to go to Apple? Sure, have fun. You can do that, or you can come back, or you can not move, or you can go to Linux. The thing, Learning a new OS really sucks sometimes. The thing is with that is Microsoft doesn't make the hardware. Uh, they just make the software. So it's hard. Like They could just be like, we're not going to put any more secure. Like, well, they can't because they actually have to support it for seven years. But yeah. they could just say that we're not going to do any updates. We'll just do security updates like they did with uh, Windows 7 for a while. Mm-hmm. And Windows XP and actually Technic, like all of them actually. But they could do that. I don't think that would be a good idea for them. True. Especially because they get, I think a lot of their money still comes from the corporate world. By far, probably. But they still have lots of power, though, with the corporate world, too. Because the corporate world. They, they do, and, but and the reason for that is because they have to maintain backwards compatibility. Yeah. But they also, they have a hand in, they have a, a you know, hand-in-hand relationship, which means if Microsoft decides to move a direction and Dell and HP say no, Microsoft literally could go, fine, Windows is not allowed on your computers. Have fun with that. Can they? The, like, do you have to be a, an, like a, only a partnership? They Yeah. Because For OEMs? They, or they have to pay, do some payment or anything like that, and they could go, we're not going to support your computers. Which means you can buy it after your users could oh, buy it I afterwards, see. I guess, but then it may not work properly. And they're, 
yes, HP uh, released. They might still have a Linux build out there. They don't sell well. They sell, but... Dell has some, too, that just have Linux on them. Yeah, they sell, but they're they're not their number one sellers. Mm-mm. But on the other side, yes, it would hurt Microsoft if they were to do that. Yeah, It, it would w- hurt both of them just as much. Yeah, Microsoft, I don't think, would win. I don't think no. I don't think anybody would win. No, like it's yeah. not that I don't think one of them would would come out as a winner. I don't think anybody would win from that, because the computer companies need Microsoft and Microsoft needs computer companies because neither of them build the other one stuff, either one at all or two very well. Well, here's the thing: if they were to just push and only a lot like only support the ARM build after a while, and the manufacturers were okay with it. They're fine. Yeah. But they would have to just, like, I think they're going to have to heavily incentivize manufacturers to start producing them. Mm-hmm. And they have to have a good, like, chip because, like, Raspberry Pis, they're ARM-based. They're not known as the fastest thing ever. True. Even the new, like, 4, it, like, it, it has a lot of RAM and stuff, but it's still not, like, super fast, and that's mostly because it's trying to be cheap. Though... And, like phones, unless you have like a flagship, they also tend to not be super fast either. True. At least after a year or two. And it could very well be that the same thing happens with these if they just put in like off the shelf chips, whereas with Apple they can, like they're making their own so they can tweak it. And mm-hmm. they actually understand, like they can develop for it a lot better than Windows could since they have control over the hardware basically is what all that amounts to, but. And also, I forgot the other, the next thing we were going to talk about, it doesn't look like Microsoft would, is even thinking about going in that direction fully with their new Surface Laptop 4 having a choice of AMD or Intel. I, th- I still think they'll make a ARM one, but I think they're mostly going with AMD because Intel just can't produce the results anymore. And AMD just keeps like, going up as far as performance goes mm-hmm. i mean amd is a lot more like power hungry and so you have to put in better cooling stuff but cooling technologies at least for their desktop stuff i don't know about their mobile stuff their mobile stuff might actually be pretty okay like well then they also have their gpus they still have the ryzen apus and the gpus and all the pretty powerful Yeah, and like they won't have dedicated graphics, but the Intel ones don't either. I don't like. I guess I guess can you get ones with the Nvidia G, uh, GPU on them? I thought you could. Maybe you can't. I just yeah. But generally, those like really tiny computers, like those not really tiny, but the slimmer. Gonna, so the Intel is going to use so the AMD is going to use the Ryzen APUs, all you know, all in one processing mm-hmm. units. While Intel is going to be using the i5s with an Intel Iris Xe integrated graphics. So basically, they're so Intel's. It's, it's it's an Intel APU. Yeah. I don't know why they just don't call it. Maybe it's because I wonder if AMD has a trademark on that. 
But no, actually, no. Intel's is more of like the on board. It it's just it it's not. Intel's will not be made for gaming. Like if their Intel graphics are not powerful enough for gaming. Like no, it even says that. Like, but the a- the APUs really aren't either. Like they'll do it and they'll do it better than Intel will. But it's still like I still wouldn't get it for gaming. It might do light gaming, but the Intel one would too. So. Well, they're saying that it can. Like, at least the AMD ones, supposedly, they are able to get games to play on it well-ish. Better than the Intels by levels. Oh, okay. That's why they don't call it an APU. I'm pretty sure they do have it trademarked yeah. based on what I'm reading. Well, there you go. But they're basically, like, APUs are just integrated graphics processors. Mm-hmm. So, it's the same idea. Just can't call it. AP, APU for Intel. But, um, yeah, but back to this. I'm not surprised that they did this. HP has some laptops that are AMD. And when I heard about them from Lance Tech Tips, I, I was in the market for looking for a laptop at the time and went on to HP's website, sold out. Yeah. Wasn't going to be back anytime soon. Mm. So... I think uh, Microsoft is the next one, unless Dell Dell might have one, and if they don't, they will soon. I'm pretty sure because they're even their servers. Like you can get AMD Epic servers from Dell, which are huge. Like the pro- this core count on those CPUs is just ridiculous. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But, and obviously, and the Intel's going to cost more, but the Intel's can get more RAM in them and bigger get, hard drives in them. And the Intel one? That's what they're selling them with. The ones where they even out is about, for the 13.5 inch, even out-ish, is, oh no, that's, yeah, for the 13.5, it's the AMD Ryzen 5 with 16 gigs of RAM for $1,200. While the Why? comparable, actually, there isn't a comparable. The Intels actually start at the at, well, less RAM but double the hard drive. Yeah, Intel's even the well, AMD. Half, you can't get thirty-two gigs. You can only get sixteen. On the thirteen, on the fifteen, you can get no, your, no, you can get sixteen. Yeah, you can get sixteen. You can't get thirty-two. Can't get thirty-two, yeah. Which is, there's no limitation on that as far as like yeah, okay, the processor goes. So. That's a thing that they're doing. I'm not sure why. And there's a $100 difference between AMD and Intel for the side-by-side-ish comparison. I mean, 16 gigabytes is enough for most people, but still. need I need two, ter- two terabytes. For the hard drive? No, no. RAM. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> it only costs like four grand. Maybe two grand. For two terabytes of RAM? Yeah. You're way off. Eight. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, you start going that high in RAM, it starts going, the price starts being well, ridiculous. Mostly because it's ECC, because the only ones who want RAM that high are usually servers, and they need ECC. You can have a, a desktop that... I know someone who has 192 gigabytes of RAM. Yeah? He only uses... I think the most he's ever used is like 60. Oh. But think about it. You could... He can load his entire OS on there in memory. Yeah. And still have a ton of 
space left for and play the games and uh edit the photoshops well it's a mac you can still edit the photoshops and play some of the games <laughs> you can still play eso on that i mean with that one it does have a because it's the mac pro it's yeah. the cheese grater Ah. So he can actually put in a better graphics card, and he has a better one. For most, it's mostly just for video editing, but you know. Yeah. But uh, that's cool that Microsoft is like that. I'm not sure why they're only letting you have 16 because, in my opinion, 16 is the new eight. Yes. Like a couple of years ago, eight was like the standard, and I mean eight's still the standard, but eight used to be good enough. I still don't. Whereas now it's not. I don't even get eight on my phone. If I see eight gigs of RAM for a phone, I usually start looking elsewhere. I, I like, don't even know how much is in my phone. Mine currently has 12, and I actually very much enjoy that. I was looking at the next-gen phones and where they were wanting to do either six or eight. I was like, no, I'm not going to. I haven't looked recently to see if they've opened up the higher version yet. But, yeah, I mm, I like my 12 gigs of RAM on my phone. I got six. Nice. But I, I felt like iOS doesn't really need a whole lot. So, yeah. so I, have, see, I have 12 gigs of RAM and 512 uh, storage. That also, I figured out, has to be high. It's much more comfortable. I think mine, yeah, I went for the, because the, the base for the 12, I think, starts, the 12 Pro starts at 128. And I went one up, so I had a 256. Just because I hardly ever ran out of on my 64 gigabyte iPhone 8. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> true. I just, I just went up higher just because it wasn't that much more money, and it, to me, it was worth it. But between the apps that I, I haven't been uninstalling them as often, I have tons of podcasts that I've just held to auto download. I eventually, sometimes I get to them, sometimes I just delete them. I have audiobooks. I have music. I actually have not been downloading videos recently, but it's because you're always fun. on Wi-Fi. And you I don't, don't really watch videos on my phone. I'm, yeah, I was I, about I guess to say really that. The only, well, okay, you do, but they're in the form of 60 to 2 minutes. No, no. Two, they're, they're, I've had one video so far that's 2 minutes. Okay, they, they do go up to 5, actually. I do know that for a fact. I have had one that is 3 minutes. They are ridiculously far and few between, and I think for a TikTok video to be anything over 60 minutes is actually... 60 seconds. 60 seconds, yeah. Over 60 seconds is... Some type of they're they're in a special category that TikTok allows to exist. I don't think the average person can. I've not even when I look. I don't think so either because I again I've only seen one, and it threw me for a loop because he said I'll do the rest. Actually, I sent it to you. Was that over sixty seconds? When it said stick around for part two. Just kidding. This is part two. Do you remember that? I thought that was like thirty seconds. No, that was two minutes. That was wow. Then they're actually starting to roll out out a lot more. They started. They said they were going to allow longer than 60 second videos about six months ago and that's when i saw my first three minute one i have to admit that it was interesting it was totally interesting they did just enough effort to keep my attention but the biggest problem is that since i can't fast forward or rewind basically especially rewind like if i go like hey i missed that i want to check that out just a moment just yeah, send they, back they 10 need, seconds they need something like podcasts where you can go back 10 seconds or forward 10 seconds yeah at the very least at, no, at the very least go back 10 seconds just so I can see it, because I do not want to watch a three, five-minute video, whatever, just to catch that one thing that I didn't quite catch. I'm not watching. I 
not watching this video multiple times, you might get lucky to even get me to watch it once. We're talking about TikTok, TikTok by the way. Yeah, I said that earlier. Did we? Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't. And I must have missed that part. But but we're talking about TikTok. We're still saying it. Because, yeah. Yeah, I actually wish they had that because a lot of times, even the one-minute ones, I'll yes. miss what the first little bit was about or I'll miss what they said. And I'm halfway through it. And I was like, do I care? Yeah. So, you know, swipe up, swipe back. Mm-hmm. Oh, start yeah. over. I will do that if I miss the first, like, three seconds. And I'm like, I didn't catch that. Swipe, swipe. Okay. Or the best part is, is if you need to freeze frame it to actually read whatever's there, because sometimes they have stuff that you won't want to read mm-hmm. and you miss it because it's only on the screen for like a second and it's halfway through the video yeah, and you got to start over and then you miss it again. Ah, uh, yeah, that's definitely a thing. At least you can pause theirs. <laughs> uh, Reels is... Uh, Which one? Who, who's Reels? Instagram. Okay. Reels. So Facebook, got it. Yeah. You, if you tap on it, you mute it. Yeah, that is the stupidest thing. They auto, do they, yeah, they auto rotate. So if you don't, so like, you know, where you're like, oh, I want to watch that again because I missed a little thing. That is actually the norm because Snapchat's like that. And that's probably why they did that. TikToks is actually weird where it'll just uh, just replay. See, I, le- I, want- I like that. I'm not saying I don't. Yeah. I'm just saying that TikTok is in, on their, the odd one because they do that. And I don't want them to change it though. Maybe if there was an option to like let it just scroll in its own. Sometimes I would like that because sometimes I just set my phone down and I just want to listen to it. Yeah. But not a lot, of, not all TikToks are like that. You actually have to watch some of them. And, you're right. Their TikTok is the odd one out because uh, what's the uh, I forget. There's another American made one that is they auto rotate through them. YouTube does it. They have stuff like that. They have stories. Not a lot of people use it because that's not what YouTube's for. But yeah, there. Well, there's an actually YouTube does have a TikTok competitor. I forget what it's called. I actually ran into it and ended up like following a few people I had on it. I want to say umbrella. Or there's this. I uh, I don't remember if there's auto rotates or not. Yeah, I feel like we're missing a social media. Twitter doesn't have anything like that, right? I don't think they have any. <coughs> and uh, shorts. It's called shorts on YouTube. Oh, okay. I think I knew. I think we've ca- talked it before. Talk- talked about it before yes at least when they came out yeah those are the words i i definitely absolutely like tiktok's ability to only look at the people i'm following i really really like instagram reels terrible can't do it i forgot what youtube sorry was again shorts (laughs) shorts can't do it you have to really because you can do that on normal YouTube. I'm surprised they won't let you on that one. I know. Well, technically, you can do that on Instagram too. You can go look at everybody's oh, Instagrams or like that's the other thing is also actually Instagram is mostly just who you follow, anyways. No, no, that's the thing. Instagram is different from the others. So Instagram, you open up your app and you are instantly into your followers, unless you hit the end. 
That's a different story. If you follow like two people and you've run through everything, you've seen all their stuff, they will show things like what you follow at the bottom now, but that's new. Or you can also go to search and you can scroll through the general public and that's what they recommend. While YouTube, Facebook, well, Facebook is you, you're following too. So I guess YouTube and uh, 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 shorts, shorts, they are, well, YouTube shorts and they will, well, it's YouTube and uh, what is it? Uh, reels? Not reels. I forget. YouTube has you go to the general feed. Oh. Is what I mean with that. So like I said, Instagram is the unique where you go, you open the app and you are in who you are following. The others drop you into the general public with your following <coughs> sprinkled in. And Facebook, you get your following. Actually, I think with YouTube, it's the other way around. At least with the pro- app proper, not shorts. I don't know about shorts because I'm not in that. I don't plan to be. But no. with YouTube proper, it's mostly what you're subscribed to, but they will throw in stuff that you've watched a lot of. Yes. Well, there will be that. But if you want to only see oh, you mean, you what can do you trend. follow, you oh. have to go to that page. Which page? Your followers. It will sprinkle in. It, yes, on the home page, for me at least, it's mostly like it'll show stuff that I'm subscribed to, a lot of their social stuff, which isn't on the subscribe page, on the on the subscribed yeah. page, and then it'll also put in channels that I've watched a lot of, and then it'll throw in stuff that is very similar that I've watched before, but... But yes, well, that's the, with Instagram and even with shorts... It will sprinkle your stuff in, and it probably depends on how much there is. But you, with YouTube, you yeah, have mine's to different. go to subscriptions. You have to. Yes, I see. Who, well, uh, yeah, I knew about that. Like, I'll go to subscriptions almost anyways. But and even with TikTok, it uh, drops you. Actually, I was thinking TikTok drops you into the general public, the for you page, and then you can swipe over to your following. At least I can go look at just my followers. Yeah, like this is the stuff that YouTube has. I'm scrolling through like their little like stories thing. Mm-hmm. I never look at them almost. I started to because I found a few people had shorts and I was like, oh, I even like left a comment and got like, oh yeah, they liked it. But yeah, most of mine is like my the channels I'm subscribed to. Um, a lot of stuff from uh, Simon. Do you know his name? I don't remember his name. His first name's Simon. I don't remember. You know who it is, though, right? Like, the, he looks familiar? I don't know. Oh, okay, well, the guy that I'm talking about is the... He... Oh, he his channels are today, I found out. Biographics, geographics. Uh, mega projects and side projects and I think he has like, like two or three more he has a lot of channels hmm. and they're all really successful that's good but yeah it's mostly I clicked on it didn't mean to click it it's Simon Whistler by the way Ah, I had to click on the that was super convenient yay <laughs> I accidentally clicked on a video and his name just showed up in the bottom left corner hmm. uh, yeah it's mostly that stuff I've watched or stuff that is slightly relevant and 
it shows news every once in a while too but yeah it's stuff that i have and yes there's a lot of things on the my followers that i will be on my page because i like their stuff but it will sprinkle in hey you probably like these and that's why i'm like mm, but yeah i'll, I'll, I'll concede to what you're saying followers i want a section just my just show me who i follow Actually, for TikTok, I have not gone to my followers page in forever. That's what I go to. I open the app. I might flip through the For You page every once in a while, but I go to my followers. Like, Actually, there was even a long, long time. That was what I do. Open the app, flip to uh, who I was following. Didn't even care what the first video was hmm. on my For You page. Or it was somebody I followed anyways. And then I just go through that. I actually hit an end to my For You page or my followers page because I followed so few and they were only posting so much. Like, all right, which was a nice break for me, too, because I'm like, oh, I guess I'm at the end of my uh, stuff. There's nowhere to scroll. Guess I'll just close the app and go away. That's why, that's mostly why I have mine set to, I think I can spend up to 30 minutes on social media on my phone, mm. but you can extend it. Like, the first time you can extend it a minute, you can either extend it a minute, 15 minutes, or just ignore it for the rest of the day and just mm-hmm. use it. Um, the next time it nags you, you don't have the one minute option anymore because it figures you're not going to press it. Yeah. And so you only have the 15 and then the do not ignore. So nah. it's nice because it lets me have worst case. I spend 15 minutes on it when I really only wanted to spend an hour, like not an hour, sorry, a minute or two. Yeah. And I have the option of getting off, which has a 50, 50 chance. <laughs> yeah. But it goes down the more like the chances of me getting off goes up each time I see it because I know that it's been that long. And it's also kind of somewhat scary because you can just easily spend that much time on it. Yeah. Get a realization with it. It's like, oh, yeah. But. So the other things I was wanting to talk about, more Microsoft. So OneDrive is basically Dropbox, but Windows or Google Drive, but the Windows version. Mm-hmm. And apparently... It wasn't 64-bit. It was only 32-bit, which isn't a big deal for most people. But I guess with the 32-bit one, it had a size limit on the files, at least. that like, Yes. On, like, had a size limit on the size of a file, which is strange to me. Like, huh. I understand the reason why. Like, it makes sense. But there's ways around it. Like, it didn't have to be that. They could have put in a thing to get around that limitation. It's not like with operating systems that were limited to four gigabytes because that was how much their address space was. They could have easily made a 64 bit address space on a, on a heart, like on a computer and still only had a 32 bit processor because old computers in the past did that. Like your eight bit, uh, see like systems, which the Nintendo entertainment system was eight bit, wasn't it? Anyways, they would, that part doesn't matter, but, they would often have memory buses that were bigger than the CPU bus was. Yeah. Just because they needed it then. So they could have easily done it. They just didn't because 64-bit was... I'm assuming this is the reason, but 64-bit was on the horizon, and most people didn't need that much RAM anyways, so they didn't bother. But Mm. it's strange to me that this app wasn't 64-bit. I think I vaguely remember as I was like looking through things, I found that out a while ago. I was like, hmm, interesting. I just kind of moved on with my life, but I was like, yeah. 
because I like to try to get everything into the 64-bit realm. So it's kind of weird when I have the 32-bit installed items or I can only do 32-bits and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I have never had a situation where I've had to, like, that's been an issue for me. Well, it's not been, it's not bad. I just was like, oh, I, I just, I, I, I'm preferring the 64-bit. I'm just pushing everything. In. If I ever get an option like, oh, you want to download the 64-bit? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, totally go for the 64. There's no reason to get the 32-bit. Unless you only have a 32-bit system, which is basically no one. Well, timed upgrade from Windows 7. <laughs> Get your Windows 10 for free. Actually, I think most Windows 7 systems, at least that were shipped with it, were 64-bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually can't think of any. I think even my stupid little tiny... Because I got a little tablet thing on Black Friday once that was a fully featured like Windows 8. Yeah. Thinking this is, it was going to be the bee's knees. It sucked. I've used it. I used it like twice, but <laughs> that doesn't matter. Um, it had a cool screen. Like the screen was nice. It was pretty, but anyways, yeah. um, it had like a little tiny Intel Atom processor, but I'm pretty sure it was 64 bit still. All right. Like, you have to be super pressed to get a 32 bit processor. So I like, see. I think they have, I think Windows 10 has this 32 bit version, but it's only for backwards compatibility just because they were pushing it for even older systems too. Wait, they do have a, a 32-bit version. It's called uh, Windows 10 ARM. No. <laughs> Actually, most ARM systems are 64-bit too. No, Windows 10 ARM. 64-bit. I know, but Windows 10 ARM. Remember, they don't have 64-bit out yet. It's still 32. No. They're working on the 30. They're 64. That's for the, in, like, the x86, x 60 that's for the Windows stuff, like the normal, oh. like the Intel EXEs. That's okay. for that. Though, I don't know that Windows 10 for ARM is 64-bit. It should be. It should. No, they, they, that was the thing. They're working on it. That, well, I, I think when they said not. they were working on it, I'm pretty sure that was for the emulator. The Intel app emulator. Parallel? No. Parallels? No. The So... Within ARM, like Windows 10 for ARM, mm-hmm. they have an emulator that lets you run Intel apps. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that when they said they were working on it, unless you're talking about OneDrive 64-bit app. No, I was talking about the Windows 10 ARM. No, okay. Then I'm pretty sure they can just run 64-bit because in that context that you were talking about, they were talking about the actual like Intel app emulator for it. Oh. Pretty sure. Uh, app emulation. You're right. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Be proud. Can we talk about the car thing for, for a little bit? All right. Uh, let us... One of them. One of your four. Yeah. We're Doesn't gonna have, matter. We're going to have links to Spotify and a bunch of other news articles. Links for days. Um. So is this something that Bluetooth... Sorry. Yes, I should start off with what this is. It's a, uh, I think they call it the car thing. <laughs> yeah, it is literally called that. It's called the car thing, and it's a, uh, basically a spot like a LCD, Spotify player with a a big knob on the right to help you navigate, and it's supposed to be for cars that are, that don't have like Android or Apple's CarPlay, like, or maybe your you know head unit just doesn't work with it. Works just fine on my phone, in your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works with Apple. 
doesn't work with Android. Auto. It might also it might just be your phone. I don't know. I've already dealt with. I've already. That's why I wanted to try how your see how your phone acted in my car. Yeah, I, I wanted to see if it was just your phone. Or... We, we 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 might be able to still try that out, but but um, back on this. Back on this. So, Spotify is releasing its car thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. We're just not making fun of it. Calling it a car thing, a thing for your car. It is actually called a car thing. So what's weird to me is in the sub header for this article, it says ships for free. But if you look down lower, it says it's free. You pay for shipping. Yes. That's just actually everywhere else I have seen is that, that it is free, but you pay for shipping. If you get it, that's the biggest thing is if you get it. So this is Spotify's little box thing that you plug in. It works via Bluetooth, uh, or an aux, or even a USB cable, and it has USB-C, I think is why I was, was reading somewhere. So USB-C to USB-A, they, yeah, there is. Does it communicate with your phone? Is that how it gets its music? Because that was the biggest thing I was wondering. Like, how? what's its data connection? I'm guessing it's Bluetooth to your phone, because otherwise... You have to maintain a cell connection somehow. <laughs> well, it could be. I think it's supposed to be like Sirius XM and all that. But Sirius XM uses satellite, and it can only do that because it's just broadcasting out all the things. Whereas Spotify isn't like that. Spotify, you don't have a set number of channels. You have Music, whatever yeah. people want to listen to. So, and also, it's supposed to be very hands-free, so a lot of excluding that you know dial that's on it. Yeah, but they make the dial big, so it's like but, you can actually interface yeah. with it and without having to take a. Because the biggest downside with touch-based stuff is because there's no tactile feedback, you have to look to where your hand is pointing for the most part to actually see what you're pressing, which takes your eyes away from the road. Which is bad. All right. So car things require. So that's the other thing. So if you can get this, you have to have a Spotify premium account. You have to go to Spotify and you have a sign up on the list. And if you're approved, they give it to you. You pay for shipping and you get it. When it comes out, I think they were saying it's going to be like $89 is what the expectation was. Once it's finally released. But to use it. You need a paid Spotify premium subscription plan and a smartphone with Wi-Fi or mobile data connection. Carthing.spotify.com. I'll add my name to the list just to see. Do you have a premium Spotify? Yeah, I do. Oh, nice. Spotify is one of those that I just didn't get into. So I did it whenever uh, Google Play Music was first talked about dying, and then it didn't. And uh, then it died. Um, that happened. And I just ended up keeping it because as far as the interface goes, I still like it better than YouTube music. For the most part, there are some quirks I still don't like, but it's just... Also, when I click next, like when I'm in my car on Spotify, it's instant. Like mm-hmm. it's just right into the next song, whereas on YouTube music, it's usually like 
at least a second of wait time, which doesn't seem like a big deal and it's not, but it's just like so nice when it's okay. No pausing, but spot. How much of Spotify's playlist that you're playing is, has the next song downloaded or how much of them, um, or do you have anything, any music preloaded on your phone from Spotify? Or do you know? If you don't, because I could see YouTube music might, because the YouTube, YouTube music is fairly quick on me, but it's because I'm usually playing it from a oh, large fair. list of downloaded stuff. I have. I don't, like, I have some stuff downloaded on YouTube music, but I don't have a whole lot most because I've. I don't have like a playlist that I just listen to. It's usually, I usually just pick whatever's on the list because I don't know what I wouldn't listen to. So that's why you also tell it to download your, just the general, my super mix list. Oh yeah, that would work. So my downloads, I have told it to, or my settings, uh, I basically maxed it out. Uh, I was like, download high quality and some ridiculous amount. I think it was like, well, I guess it's not that ridiculous. I think it's only 300 songs. Oh, it's 500 songs. So I have three, three and a half gigs of songs downloaded. But that's 500 not in my collection songs. I still have oh. playlists that I've made and I still have, because I like my playlists, I've added them. I, I, I refine my playlists. I refine various playlists. I probably do better at that. How do I tell what I have downloaded? Oh, never mind. You wouldn't know this because this is Spotify. Oh, yeah. I, was I like, don't know why I was going to ask you. Well, okay. Makes no sense. On Apple, can you go into the settings of... Actually, you can. Yeah. Go into your storage, into your settings. You might you might not see how much actually you might be you should be able to see how much is media because I bet Spotify will at least identify it as separate media not app not actual apps. No, it'll just count count it as app data. Like it won't be app data; it'll be app cache. I feel like there it separates that. Maybe I'm trying to find out how to get to there. Go look at your. You're supposed to go to your in your settings. I think it's storage or hard drive or. It's not hard drive. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was in general and then about and then um, click on capacity, but you can't click on it in there. Let's see if the iPad is much different. It'll be, it should be, the, it'll be the same thing. So settings and... The one thing and that other thing, and apparently I don't remember it either. <laughs> oh, when's the last time you looked at your iPad? Actually, I just recharged it today after like not looking at it for a very long time. Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this has been a while, hasn't it? Let me turn back off airplane mode. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I could probably just search. Oh, yeah, that's probably a great idea. In fact, storage, it's in general. Yeah, it'll totally show you what. Yeah, so if I click on Spotify, it just says app size and then documents and data. And a tabular list. Ah. 
so. You don't have media? I'm not in that view. I just clicked on Spotify directly. Oh. But mine is still calculating. Yes. It has to, like, it knows how much space is being used, but it doesn't know of what type. So it's working on that right now. Yeah, there's a lot of calculations going on. It's thinking. But no, I don't have any media stored on mine. Oh. Like, okay. I think I have the U2 album, but that's just because I never deleted it. The one that they gave you automatically? Yeah. For free? The one that everyone who had an uh, Apple product at the time got? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Look at that little small bar graph. I can't even tell what the rest of the... Uh, That's funny. Colors are. I don't know, so I'm like, why can't I click on this? I thought I used to be able to click on this and make it bigger. I guess not. No, and then you see click on, like, just click on Kindle, for example. That's all it shows you. Boring. Because that's all that really matters. I, it is kind of annoying, though, because, like, if you click on that, you can't just clear the cache. I wish there was a way to clear the cache without deleting the entire app. Okay. There's not. I was a little worried that my uh, system was taking up more of my apps. I feel much better now that... I have way more apps than I have system story, uh, stuff. How much is your system taking? Hey, that's much better now. As soon as I rotate the microphone. Hey. Oh, uh, goodness. Yeah. I was like, why am I so quiet? The listeners were like, what are you saying? Well, Wait, that... I thought that mic was... No, it's not. I thought it was omnidirectional. No, it's not. How do you know? Well, what you do is you, you see this little button down here? Yeah. That's usually... The uh, where the uh, on a uh, mic that faces you, that is the direction where the mic is. Switch it, turn it. Fine, we'll try it around. Am I still? Yeah, that doesn't work. Well, I've been using mine wrong for a long time then. Aha, because it's the same mic. If I talk up here, it's even quieter. I sound really actually. That one's not as bad. Uh, (laughs) I'll just stick with the normal spot. But because the other way, it sounded like muffled and far away. True. So. I just thought that mic was direction, like omnidirectional, at least on the nope the sides. I knew you couldn't talk into it from the top, but it looks like you should, but it doesn't. So, do you have any famous last words? Not today. All right, my famous last words is to deal with math. Why math? Because I found out that ten plus ten is the same thing as eleven plus eleven. Do you know what ten plus ten is? Yes, but I feel like there's a twist here that I don't know. So what's 10 plus 10? Just tell me Are you talking ten. binary? No, I'm not talking about... What is 10 Wait. plus 10? 10 plus 10... Just say the answer. It's 20. Okay. So 11 plus 11 is... Mathematically, it's 22. Yeah, it is. It's 22. You bastard. <laughs>